Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we're really getting the hang of this Skype thing, I think. This Skype thing is weird to me now. Like because we we're usually in the same room sitting next to each other, like side by side. But now we're like staring into each other's faces because <laughs> we're on Skype and it's like freaking me out a little bit. Because you yeah, usually like our Our chairs are next to each other, but we'll, like, sort of turn to look at each other. So we're not just, like, staring straight ahead. Yeah. But now we're literally, like, across the table, like, doing, like, a very intimate, private talk. Yeah. It's, like, it it feels like you're doing a podcast normally. Because, you know, sometimes you're sort of, like, not making direct eye contact, kind of, like, looking at the mic and looking at your your notes, since we take such copious notes for this, obviously, well-researched podcast. And then sometimes, you know, you're just like normally kind of like looking at each other like a normal conversation. But right now, I mean, it is, yeah, it is really like straight up dead on. One-on-one, face-to-face. I always think of that, do you remember that old duet that um, Linda Ronstad and Aaron Neville sang? <laughs> no. Here we are face-to-face. Oh, no, wait, that's a Gloria Stefan song. I'm thinking of a different one. Well, anyway, we are face to face. Oh, yeah. Look at this face. <laughs> That's what As I'm doing a, right now. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Okay. It, it's very <laughs> intimate. It was my first introduction to to uh, male-female intimacy as a child. And is this your second? Yes. Yeah, yeah, call. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville, and then Brian Rucker and Aggie Hewitt. Uh, uh-huh. I do have to say that not leaving my couch and just like doing everything from like an immobile position, I can really get used to it. Me too. I mean, God, I'm my, my joints aren't working as well as they used to though. No, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm like decomposing. I think, uh, I'm trying to like get some exercise, but the last couple of days I've done walks, but now it's like you have to wear a mask even when you go walking. I know. Well, I don't have one yet. Mine is coming in the mail, I think, on Sunday. So I know they say to make it, but I can't. I mean, I can't make a fucking mask. I don't know how to do it, and I it's not going to happen. 
Yeah, it's the the directions I've read seem really really complicated. I think you could just like tie a scarf around your face. But then also the thing, and I'm not saying obviously do it, but I I haven't started yet because then also you have to wash it off after every single use. I know. So I have to wash a scarf and also wait, but I don't wash my clothes. I mean, I take my clothes. I do change my clothes, but I don't wash them like the second I come in from walking my dog. I put them in the hamper and then wash them all like at the end of like, you know, like once a week or whatever, like normal. Is that should I wash them immediately? Fine. I mean, we yeah, put them in the hamper. I've even honestly like I'll jump in the shower after I go for a walk. But I've, I've put my same like sweats on afterwards which I guess mm-hmm. I shouldn't I only have like two pairs of sweats so a couple times uh, yeah I mean like I've just like kept the same clothes on if I like woke up took my dog for a walk and then came home but also my walks are like truly so short like yeah I take him up the street and immediately like I d- I'm not going on like exercise walks or anything I'm just like taking my dog to go to the bathroom and then immediately back in the house and I leave my shoes outside yeah and uh, oh that's my I really should do that someone on Twitter was saying was like they put up like one of those Twitter polls and was like how many people are like washing their shoes every time they come back and I definitely that was like one thing I did not think about at all do you take Uh, your shoes off I do take them off but I've been taking them off like once I get inside I should probably just be leaving them outside but then part of me is it's so that's very low risk that's like that coronavirus is just going to be like on the street i i mean i guess it's possible well but here's my thinking like all of the droplets or whatever if it doesn't make it onto like a doorknob or someone's hand they it ends up on the ground yeah and i and it can last it can stay alive for a few days on the ground yes but i i do think i mean i do i don't know I don't fucking know. I'm just, yeah. like, leaving my shoes outside, uh, spraying everything that comes in the house, and I'm going to start wearing a mask as soon as I get my mask from wherever it's coming from, Etsy or whatever. And then I guess I'll just figure out a way to wash it every single time I get in the house, which I don't know how I'm going to do. I guess I'll spray it with disinfectant. Yeah, I think you can just put it in some water and soap or... uh or some distant disinfectant and then just dry it off. Like in a bucket? I mean, it's a sink And then hang, hang it up. I've been doing that with my eye mask that I sleep in is, um, is clean it and then just hang it up like on the, over the shower for the day and then it'll dry by the night. Uh, that was unrelated just because I was getting like zits because I was wearing the same eye mask every day. And I oh realized God. that was probably like, Oh, the one from Goop? Yeah. <gasps> Scandal. I got like I definitely got like a big zit on my nose and my forehead was like breaking out a little bit and I was like oh this is definitely because of the silk eye mask. Yeah. I don't know. You're supposed to like it says just clean it with like cold water, but I I didn't do the bleach one because that's gross. But I used my like method lime uh, cleaner and I cleaned it with that. I don't know if it does anything, but. But I don't think that would be good for a coronavirus because those no. that, that won't kill viruses, I think. My eye mask doesn't leave my bedroom now, so I think it should be okay. No. no. Um, um, what else? Any any news? Any new well, things, routines that you're doing in quarantine? Oh, for quarantine routine? Um, well, I did again attempt to... Uh, walk 10,000 steps 
in my apartment but through pacing yesterday. I, every time I try to do it, I get to like um, like about 3,000. And then I'm like, I'll finish this later. And then I just don't. But maybe today will be the day that I do it. It's just um, there's something really satisfying about like keep – I don't know, like seeing the numbers grow, you know, while you like keep yeah. track of the steps. Because I'm not – I'm not using like a an app or anything. I'm like counting them by tens, which is like maddening, but is like oh, really No. Because I don't have the phone isn't good at it anyway. The phone's not a good it's not it they it's always wrong. Yeah. Uh I used to I mean I used to wear a Fitbit for a while. Yeah. And then I had a an Apple Watch for a very short period of time until it broke. Um oh? Yeah, I literally had it for like a month and I was walking. I remember I was walking on the bike path trail by my house and it just like my wrist just like knocked into something. It didn't even seem that hard, but the face shattered. And then I went to the Apple store and because I didn't buy like the extended six month warranty that it was going to cost like $300 to fix it. And I just like stormed out of there and never fixed it. I had some um, dead Apple watch somewhere in the house. Well, a lot of good that'll do. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad I don't wear one. No. But I, yeah, I just like, it's a weird, like, I don't know. I really want to get to those 10,000 steps that I count count out myself. This is like my, my big exercise. Like, if I think if I just do that, that's like enough. And you, real, you really don't feel comfortable leaving the house and just going for a walk, like a long walk? No. Uh. I just don't want, I, I just, I know, I know I could, but I don't know. It's just like, I, 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 I just would rather not. Yeah, I know. I understand. I think like I, I've been doing long walks in the morning, but now I'm, because sometimes I'll just get like restless in the evening. I've been trying to do a short, like a 20 minute walk, uh, around dusk. Yeah. Um, and it's so pretty. It's like just, I mean, the LA River is like truly one of the ugliest rivers in the world. But to me, it's beautiful. <laughs> well, um, it's just like, it's more like a large gutter. It's like yeah, a big concrete. It's, it's like, I don't know how they can even technically call it a river because the entire thing is covered in concrete. Yeah, it's completely man-made. It's like an aqueduct. It's not a river. I it's don't know what it's not a river. Uh, but like, yeah, the other night um, I was... Uh, like doing it during sunset and there was like a big crane that landed in the little disgusting garbage island in the middle of it. Aww, and there was like, a, there was a few people walking dogs and stuff, but it was like pretty, very, very like empty. And it was, um, and just like that, I don't know that time of day, I'm never outside. And it's like such a, in LA, it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful time of day. And now cause the air quality is so much better. Cause like fewer people are driving. It's, uh, it's really nice. Yeah, I mean, a couple, when I do go out, it depends. Like, today there were a million people. Yesterday there were fewer. When I go and there's, like, not a lot of people on the street, I have been, like, really enjoying my my short little walks with my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you usually but, do that first thing in the morning? Yeah, I usually, well, I usually do it, like, kind of, like, probably later in the morning than I should because I sleep really late now but well I always have but now it's like especially but um 
yesterday I went at more like a normal time, which wasn't even early, but I think it was like, I don't know, like 8.30 or 9. And there were way fewer people out than when I normally go, which is like 10 or 10.30 now. So it was way, it was way better. So I'm going to definitely try to do it earlier because then I went out again at the same time. And again, it was like, uh, you know, joggers, guys, someone, someone, people like, I don't know. There are always like cars full of people pulling up and all these people getting out. I don't know what the fuck is going on on my street. It's madness. I don't get it. Like I have a, yeah, a couple of neighbors too that, I mean, may, who knows, maybe they have to work. I don't, I thought my downstairs neighbor worked at a bookstore. And so I can't imagine he would be working now, but he, I see him drive like back home. And then my other neighbor, as far as I know, she's like a freelance IT person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, but she, I think she has like, um, uh, a son that she only lives with part time. So I, her situation is complicated. So I, I just don't want to judge people, but I find myself whenever I f- see people leaving and like doing things, I like get irrationally like angry and judgy about them, even though I don't really know their circumstances and I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I never, I, it's just like whenever I hear people in my complex who sound like they're having too much fun and like talking to too many people, like that could be your roommate or your person you live with. I don't know. But I'm like, stop laughing and like being jovial in a public place. Like get in in your apartment and then be jovial in there. But it's like when you're on the street, it's like all business. I'm very I'm also incredibly judgmental and pretty mean. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're on the street, it's all business. You can look at someone, you can smile, make eye contact. But I don't think even if you're six feet away, I don't think you should be having conversations with people no yeah all business like don't hold it because it's like everyone on the street needs to be moving and like have a purpose and get out of there as fast as you possibly can yeah and like my thing and joggers are annoying because they go really quickly and you sometimes are not far away from them enough they don't seem to like care about social distancing but it's the people that walk in big groups Yes, like three or five. That is my. I I gave a family a dirty look the other day because they were blocking the entire uh the like the entire side of the street or it was it was in Griffith Park but like the because the trails are closed so it's all it's all the streets on Griffith Park that are open um so it was like the the bike lane in the street that was being used for walking because cars were going and these people were uh, taking the entire the entire lane like walk yeah. single file. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I today I gave an incredibly dirty look to um two guys who were jogging together and I had to go stand in the street and then they gave me like a smile and like a thank you and I replied with no smile. There. And also I gave another annoying one was um this couple that was out walking three dogs together. And it's like, break it up. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, three dogs. Well, so you're saying they should take three separate walks with each dog separately? I think one per one of you go with one and one of you go with two and do it not at the same exact time. I mean, maybe the dogs like to be together. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like, because I think in like Italy and stuff, they were making it, you couldn't. Um, you you couldn't be out with another person. Like you couldn't go for a walk with like your boyfriend or whatever. You had to go by yourself. And I like that rule. <laughs> I think everyone yeah. should go up for themselves only. 
it's fine with me. Uh, well, my husband doesn't like taking walks anyway, so um, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, well, Brian, I walk BB in the morning and Brian walks him at night, and that's just like how we've always done it anyway. But um, also on CNN now, they said that you need to have like a point person. Like, so you need to have like the person that runs the errands and the person who stays home. Yeah. And so Brian's like the one who runs the errands too. So I do nothing. Oh, nice. But uh, we never do errands anyway. So I've been the one that's going grocery shopping, but now I, I finally did like did put in an instant cart order. So I'm not I'm not leaving anywhere to go grocery shopping. Um, yeah, instant cart too. Yeah, I did go in the car the other day just to drive around the block, just so my battery wouldn't die because it had been like almost two weeks since I used the car. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, no, Brian took my car to go do something. I don't know what. Oh, he went to the UPS store. I don't know. Maybe you should cut that out. Yeah. I mean, they're still open. You can go. I guess he had to ship something. Um, any goop news? Gwyneth news? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't know if you saw. So, like, early in the, early in the quarantine, um, Gwyneth always an early adapter posted a picture of herself coming home from the Brentwood farmer's market with her face mask and her bags of, of goods that she got. Yeah, picture well. And, and like, I think the next weekend or two weekends later, um, this picture started circulating of the Brentwood farmer's market. That was just like absolutely packed with people. And it, there was like a huge public outcry. Yeah. It went um, viral that picture. It went viral and people were really mad. And I'm not, I'm definitely not defending congregating in public places. I don't do it. I, I stay home. I, we've talked about what our routines are like. We are totally social distancing a hundred percent, but I will say I don't totally see the difference between like a farmer's market with a lot of people and how like the supermarkets are with, like packed with people. Like it's, it's people go there to buy food. Yeah. Right? I, I think this was a combination. I mean, the picture, it, it was sort of crowded, but it didn't look like you, people looked like they were spaced sort of far apart. It didn't look that crazy to me. I, I think, think it was. It, yeah. Oh, go on. It was like, uh, because it was Brentwood, because it was yeah. like these extremely rich people, people were sort of having their fun with them. Um, well, yeah, but it wasn't just fun because then Eric Garcetti, our mayor, got on. Well, he didn't just take to Twitter, but I do get my news from him from Twitter and was like, there are too many people at the farmer's markets were closing them all. So now the farmer's markets are closed, which oh, is kind no. of a bummer because, um, I think like a lot of like smaller farmers rely on farmers markets to like sell their produce. And it is a play like a lot of farmers markets aren't overcrowded. A lot of them take food stamps. A lot of them are like a really good resource for people who want to get like, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables right now and who don't and like to not have to go to like a big chain supermarket or something every single time you need something. But whatever i mean i i'm not crying any tears over it <laughs> yeah i hadn't i hadn't been to a farmer's market since quarantine started because no. i i myself felt a little uncomfortable because at least the atwater farmer's market does get very because it's pretty small so it does get quite crowded um yeah. but that when garcetti said that that did seem to me like maybe the first time i felt like it was a little bit of an overreaction but i guess 
I guess it's better to be safe than sorry. But yeah, I, I agree. I feel bad for those farmers. Uh, one one of the, the farm stands at my market started doing uh, weekly delivery. Oh, um, so I got on the wait list for that. I don't know how long it's going to be. But yeah, uh, it's Warache Farms. And they deliver, I guess they deliver to any neighborhood that they would normally do the farmer's market. So they deliver in Atwater. And if you spend $30, um, it's free delivery. And they'll do it right to your door. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I definitely think I read there was something in the LA Times this week about people not um, buying fresh produce and like the farmers are struggling in California because like everybody just wants like frozen stuff and pantry stuff, but nobody's buying like um, like fresh berries and fresh lettuce and stuff like that. That's weird. That's the stuff that I crave the most. Uh, I know. I know. Um, I think it's just because like all of the attention has been like pantry pantry and it's like I sort of you know I get it but also like you know you can still get like a regular gross I don't know whatever whatever is going on in people's houses is up to them I'm like I'm so sick of cooking yeah I well I've been cooking a fair amount, but also like we've been relying on a fair amount of, of frozen food as well, like keeping a um, a good mix. And then our, our Blue Apron supposedly will get here uh, next week. So that'll be fun to have three three meals a week through Blue Apron. Yeah. Um, no. And then a big delivery on Sunday with all the groceries. Yeah, and mine is coming on Tuesday, so that'll be good. And um. But yeah, I didn't get it. none of it's frozen. It's all like regular groceries and stuff. Yeah, because I don't try with frozen. I don't even try because like you can't get a lot of frozen stuff, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I haven't been out for a couple of weeks, but I got a few like frozen pizzas and frozen lasagna, frozen enchiladas, and then on Instacart I ordered. Um, a couple more frozen pizzas and another frozen lasagna, but who knows if they have it in stock? It, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll put some stuff in my cart because I'm like, yeah, so expensive. It's like three hundred fifty dollars right now. Our mine is two hundred and fifty dollars right now because it's uh, like with the tip and the fee and the yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. an extra. It's like an extra 50 bucks on top of what you would spend normally. And it's also like, tr I'm trying to get like two weeks worth of groceries. Okay. So. Uh, it's worth it. It's um, worth it. But yeah. Shall we move on to the newsletters? Oh, let's. Let's see what's going on in the world of Goop. Because Goop does not stop no matter okay. what. They have fully, fully transitioned to quarantine and Corona themed content. Um, it's all quarantine content, which is like what it should be. I mean, like it's, that's our collective yeah. lifestyle right now. So then it's a lifestyle brand. It is. Yeah. Well, is quarantine. That's right. That is my lifestyle. What was your best of the week? Okay. Let me see. My best of the week, oh, I mean, this was a, just a simple um, three ways to to updo your beans and greens. Um, beans and greens are, of course, a very healthy food combination. 
in general, even if you're not doing a quarantine. Uh, yeah, it reminded me a little too strongly of my four-hour body experience. Oh, you had a bad... You know what? I've been, like, I'm not going to do it, but I've been thinking about doing, like, a crazy diet. You might as well. You might as well, because, like, there's not going to be any, like, there are no... Like, you're never going to go out. Like, the 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 big problem with those diets is always that, like, you have to go to dinner or something or, like, you go out somewhere. But if it's not going to happen, then you might as well give it a shot. I don't know. I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah, but if you have the, like, wherewithal and you have the opportunity to, like, get the correct food for whatever diet, this is the perfect time to do one because – like you said, yeah, there's no temptation of like going out to restaurants. Yeah, it's like if you literally only get the things that are going to be on your diet and that's all you have in your house, it's like there's no stopping you. You will do it because you have no choice. Uh, but, so what were the beans and greens? What were the okay, options? So one of them was escarole with white beans, which uh, is uh-huh. bitter greens, um, white beans, and anchovies anchovies are like the hot thing right now oh i put them in my instacart basket i don't know if they'll have them but we'll see i mean i think it's like the roman the allison roman influence like everybody wants can't tin fish because she loves it but i'm not gonna go out of my way to like get a bunch of tin fish in my house um but i do i could see definitely how that would make this like a more interesting dish otherwise it's just white beans mixed with um like kale or whatever you have and then one of them is grilled kale with chickpeas and pickled onion pickled red onion is like one of my I make pickled red onion like as often as I remember to and it's like definitely one of my favorite like little condiments to have around the house it's so good and so easy it's just basically like sugar and water and you boil a red onion in it or you pour it boil it and pour it over red onion and you can keep it in your fridge for like a a week um and yeah, it makes everything that more often it's so tasty it's tasty and it's really easy and it's like it makes all of your food just like feel a little bit more special and it's like one of those things you can do where it's like it's like that or like really good parmesan we were talking about last week are like you kind of feel like you're at a restaurant or like you're getting something like a little bit more special than like your normal food at home yeah so this one is actually i think a white onion which i've never made a pickled white onion before but it's about the same it also has like way more ingredients like turmeric and you don't need to um, do that two different types of vinegar Goop, sometimes it's crazy. Like like you said, it's just uh, sugar, water. I like to add some like um, like black peppercorns maybe, but that's it. You don't need anything more than that. I, yeah, sugar and um, water and, and I always use red wine vinegar. That's it. Oh, yeah. And, and boil it and pour it on top. Um, yeah, like sometimes they just like get so fucking... They get they they make things way more complicated than they need to be for some reason in their recipes. And I always think it's annoying. But I would still I mean, kale and chickpeas with that on it. That sounds fine. Like this is the kind of thing that I want to eat right now. Just like super simple, like seeing the recipes people are making and everyone's like, I made bread. I made all this shit. And I'm just like, I don't fucking want that. I just want like I just want to put stuff on a plate and eat it and forget about it. Yep. 
Um, and then the last one, this actually, the picture here looks really yummy. It's just black beans and white rice. <laughs> and who would not want to eat that? And collard greens. And it looks like they've got some cilantro and an avocado and maybe like an egg or something on it. Oh, it's Greek yogurt. Oh, yeah. That looks really good, actually. That does sound good. Uh, I really think now, if you are going grocery shopping or ordering groceries, one really like cheap thing that you should remember to do is just get a few fresh herbs in your basket. Uh, um, getting some parsley or cilantro, uh, it makes such a huge difference. Even if you're depending on like yeah, canned beans and grains and stuff, a little bit of something fresh really helps. Yeah, fresh herbs is another one that just, like, sort of, like, brightens everything up. And it's, like, if you just sort of, like, yeah, it's just condiments. Like, you can use any crap you have. It's just, like, whatever you're putting on it is, like, what's making the difference there. Same with, like, making sure you have lemons and limes just to squeeze over. And, yeah, I always have lemons. Okay, um, so that was my best. What was yours? Mine was the article called, Who We're Following for Wisdom, Workouts, and COVID-19 Information. Okay. And- it was so like I the the wis the wisdom well the workouts I definitely don't need uh well I probably need them but I don't need to look at new ones right now wisdom okay. whatever but it's the COVID nineteen information uh I'm like I'm not active on Twitter but I'm like an active reader of Twitter and Goop sort of rounds up some doctors that they follow and okay I know what you're thinking I know what everyone's thinking these are not the regular Goop doctors. These are like actual doctors who would probably not be caught dead doing an article on Goop. But um, in times of crisis, Goop has turned to science, which who would have predicted that? Um, But these are like real virologists and real people that know what's going on. And depending on your mood, like sometimes you might not want to think about this stuff, but then sometimes having a little bit of knowledge uh, can actually calm you down. So um, they just have a bunch of doctors and it just links to all their Twitter accounts, which is interesting. Um, No, yeah, no Dr. Uh, Gundry, no Dr. Cole, (laughs) none of these people. Yeah, I I checked Will Cole's Twitter last night just to see what he's talking about. Not a word about coronavirus. Wow. It's everything on his Twitter was just like the same old shit about like leaky gut. Yeah, I wonder... I bet you, like, this is really going to be a hard time for the alternative health industry because, like, it's so important to, like, keep things disinfected and to, like, trust, like, real science now. I wonder if people are going to be, like, after this is over, people are going to be less likely to even trust these alternative practitioners when it comes to their health and their diet. Yeah, I mean, I think that most people, they're all different people, you know, a lot of people have different opinions about this stuff, but I think, like, the majority of people who are interested in, like, alternative medicine or alternative wellness stuff, when the shit hits the fan, are going to go to, like, a regular doctor. Like, if you get cancer, most people are going to treat it, like, the way that an actual oncologist would recommend it. Like, right now, with a public health crisis, people want to hear from, like, actual doctors and scientists, like, people who know what is going on, like... People, people want like actual scientists to like tell them what to do, which is a good thing because that's the correct thing to do. So I feel like in a time where like 
all of a sudden, like, the hobby of sitting around and, like, thinking about what all of your symptoms might mean and how it's, like, not being taken seriously by the medical establishment. And so you need to pay, like, thousands of dollars to have this guy in Pennsylvania, like, investigate your stool sample or whatever he does. Like, it's gonna, it just seems, like, so frivolous now to, I think, the majority of, of like, alternative wellness people. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it really says a lot that Will Cole is just staying silent. He has nothing to add to the conversation, so I guess he should stay silent. What could he possibly... I mean, it's better that he... I think that he's just, like, really doesn't want to get in trouble. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, as soon as people like that open their mouths, they're going to start saying stupid shit. So he's just like, mm. Yeah. Um, do you have a uh, worst this week? Oh, yeah. So I did have one, but I kept, I was hard for me to think about it. And then right before we started recording, you were like, I don't think we should have worse ones. And we both have been like kind of trying to be like a little bit softer mm-hmm. in our approach, except for I did just say mean stuff about Will Cole. And we can't lose our edge. Yeah, I, I mean, mean this is the edge is not, the here for the edge. <laughs> yeah. But according to some people. Um there was this video called there was like an hour long video where like Gwyneth and Brad were getting, were like talking to some doctor about like intimacy and like tensions within the home. And I was like, right before we started recording, I was like, Oh shit, Brian, I didn't watch it. And Brian was like, Oh, me neither. And we just kind of like skimmed it. So like, we haven't watched the whole thing. It's like an hour long. Too long to watch. And I think it's also, it's the podcast that came out this week. So if you listen to the goo podcast, you can hear their conversation, but I, I, I love it. I just don't want to hear an hour long, like marriage counseling session with her. It's like, that's so and stressful. Just, like sitting there with Brad and Brad is just sort of like somberly nodding along and not, I, I don't think he says anything and he's just kind of there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay. But that's not my worst. My worst is that in the call, cause I did enjoy it. And like, I always enjoy like a window into Gwyneth's, home a window into her marriage she's wearing these bizarre glasses in it like which I'm sure are very cool and expensive like her husband looks so hot I've 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 always had like I've look he's Gwyneth Paltrow's husband but I've never been like oh Brad Falchuk is like the hottest guy but he looked really good in it he had a lot of he looked like he was using the self-tanner he looked like he was getting sun, which he couldn't. He has salty ass glow. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, they don't need self tanner. Like they have probably like a private beach or something. Yeah, sure. Like they're fine. But, um, okay. But on the call, Gwyneth said that Apple is having a particularly hard time because she's such a social creature huh. and she really wants to go out and I- hang out with her friends. I get that. Like, as a, I mean, I've always been relatively like solitary and I, I've always had, you know, friends, but like, I've never been the type of person who constantly needs to go out. But I imagine if you're a teenager and you're like more of an extrovert, that it, it would be so tough. Cause you already like hate your parents. Like you don't want to spend one fucking second with your mom and dad if you're like 16. And then you can't even see your friends during the time that this is supposed to be like, the most fun sort of high school time. And then if you're Apple Martin, like the most popular, most beautiful teenager in the world, like. I know. 
suffering, but the world is suffering from not being able to to look upon her. I mean, oh, well, we've been suffering that for a long time. I mean, Apple is, you know, she is kept from the public eye. Her parents are so protected. It's too powerful a a weapon to be unleashed right now. So maybe she's a very powerful weapon. But I do, yeah, I agree with you, Brian. Like, I realized if this was happening when I was in high school, I think I would have, like, I don't, I would have gone absolutely bonkers. Because also when you're in high school, you just, like, I was, like, so obsessed with my friends. Like, I wanted to be around them all the time. I wanted to, like, do what they were doing. I wanted to be them. I wanted to, like, live in their houses. I wanted their parents to be my parents. Like, I was, like, obsessed with my friends. Kids these days have, like, the tools of Skype and Zoom and stuff to, to at least, like, see images of their friends. But, yeah, if you're trapped all day and night with your parents and your siblings, oh, my God. And especially, like, people that don't have, like, big houses. Like, people, oh, God, I can't imagine. But, like, how bad can it be if you can, like, Skype your friends when you're in high school? Because it's, like, they're not, they can't, all they do is, like, talk and hang out and then, like, maybe do drugs or something. But they're not, like, I mean, they're not, like, they don't have any money or anything. I mean, Apple does, but your average teen is not, like, doing anything. That's true. I think it's probably just the, like, proximity and the feeling like you're just, like, closed in with your parents. Uh, That would be, suffocating. Um, I mean, if I was with my parents now, I would be miserable. uh, Because, yeah, back in the day, we had to talk to... Well, we could talk to a person on the phone, and we could do, like, a little, like, chat room, maybe. But you couldn't talk to, like, a bunch of people at once, really. You had to talk, yeah, but, and also, like, I didn't have my own phone line, so I had to, like, I used to be, like, on the phone with my friends all the time, and then, like, one of my parents would, like, get on and be, like, get off the phone, like, while I was talking to someone, and I'd be, like, mortified, and it was hell, so they're all just living it. I'm sure there's, like, some, like, modern version of that that's happening now, but I don't know what it is. But most teenagers have their own phones, Right. Oh, now they all have their own. They have their own everything. Do you know what? They have nothing but to complain about. They're all Zendaya and in fucking whatever right. that. They're Euphoria. all camp girls, pay pig. They're yeah, all they're all camp. They're millionaires. They're selling their bodies on the internet. They're fucking living like the greatest lives imaginable. They're fine. Apple, stop complaining. Apple. She's the she has less to complain about than any other human being on the planet. I'm sorry. I know she's a child, but come on. Uh, so I yeah, I didn't have quite a worst. I had like a most improved because I really, <laughs> I really did not enjoy the like early uh, goop cooking videos from the last couple weeks. Yeah. But this week, I really think that they've stepped it up. I think Seamus has really sort of figured out. If not, like, a screen persona, he's feeling, like, very comfortable behind the camera now, or in front of the camera. Um, and so he does, they have this, this little, I guess, series that's, like, uh, they, what's it called? Takeout or Goop? <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, our take versus takeout. Yeah. And so this week, one of the girls really likes takeout from John and Vinny, and she gets, like, this spicy fusilli, which looks really, really good. Uh, and then, and then Seamus goops it up by spiralizing celery root and making like mm-hmm. a puttanesca sauce, which sounds sort of gross, but 
it was a it was a fun video and it was like sort of informative. You get to see Seamus's like actual talent in the kitchen, which sometimes you know people forget that he's like a real chef um, and not just like a weird goop guy. Um, and it was fun. It was light. It was. It didn't seem like they were trying too hard. Gwyneth pops in for a very quick cameo, which is uh, where we can appreciate that. And so I definitely like. I'm looking forward to seeing how they. Um, how they continue with with this like goop kitchen videos because I'm I, I love this stuff and uh, I'm excited to like have another option besides just like Bon Appetit. Yeah, I need an option besides Bon Appetit, which I do enjoy, but you know, they're. Uh, I think that they. Oh shit! Sorry, I started the video. I just wanted to look at it and I accidentally started it because they're. This is. I mean, obviously they t- they filmed this before this all happened. Yeah. They're like in they're at work hugging each other and stuff. Yeah, all the Bon Appetit people are like uh zooming from their own kitchens now. So I don't know. I assume that they'll have a similar setup with uh with Goop. But I that that's what's great about this is like you get to see um you know Brad Leone's kitchen or or Carlo Lolly Music's kitchen. And I I would die to be able to see why well, that's probably a little strong. Uh but I would love to see you know, Seamus's kitchen. I would love to see Megan's house. We can all be voyeurs now and, and not feel bad about it. I know. I do. I have been really enjoying the Bon Appetit videos and seeing where people actually live and also, like, maybe judging a little bit some of the ones that might not be in New York. Oh, I know. I was the same way. The people that, like, fled to their parents' houses. I, was like, I know. You're first of all, you're like a coward, and you're putting your own parents in danger. I know. Uh, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people are like fleeing cities if they live in a big city. It is. I mean, I well, in LA, we're lucky to have like the space that I, I really like. Don't feel that much in danger, and I don't know that I, I would probably maybe feel a little differently if I was living in New York. But, like, none of my friends in New York went to fucking stay with their parents, like, because they're adults, and they're toughing it out. And yeah, these they're grown up. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, I've been reading nonstop, like, um, either, like, hot takes from, like, people who are, like, actually, it is okay for me to do this, to, like, there have just been so many articles today about how, um like these small towns don't have the infrastructure to accommodate all of the like vacationers and like people who own second homes in these communities to like come and like stay and like probably, you know, increase the risk for the people who live there now. Yeah. But it seems like a complicated issue. I don't know. Whatever you're doing is fine, I guess. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we should judge people. But well, now it's like, now it's too late. You are where you are. Now, at this point, you're going to, wherever you are is where you are staying. You're not going anywhere. Where you die. Wait, what? Wherever you are is where you will die. No, it, no that is not true. That is not true. Uh, okay. So what was your craziest or saddest? I, I, ha- I didn't have a craziest. I had a saddest. And it's not sad. It's probably not sad for the person that I'm about to talk to, but it is sad to me. Megan is doubling down on the Wim Hof or possibly Wim Hof and she is doing cold showers in her quarantine 
And something about that is like, okay, inspiring. Yeah, because she's like really making a commitment to her wellness. And she's like, you know, not letting the fact that she's in quarantine stop her from like, you know, that's something that everybody can do, right? That's like a anybody who wants to do a crazy goop thing can get in a cold shower and a lot of weird people say to do that. This Wim Hof guy slash Wim Hof guy, uh, the how guy from Power Body advocated for it. What? How is she thinking that it's uh, it's benefiting her? Uh, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just I, saw I, it. I, and she was like, that, look, Megan I thought it was, a, thought it was an old one, so I didn't even read it. No. Um, She's doing it now, taking cold showers in quarantine. I have to say, staying in my house all day, I, I do feel like I run hot. So I've been taking more like lukewarm showers, but uh, I still can't get into a cold shower. I'm taking regular temperature showers. But one thing I have had to do was I realized like I had been washing my hands in like scalding hot water. And first of all, burning my hands so bad and then drying them out so much. So like I'm not obviously washing my hands in cold water. That's very, that's not safe. But like, I'm just making sure that it's actually like warm water and not scalding hot water so that it's like a comfortable temperature for my hands, which is, I think normal. I think I just like, as soon as I go to turn on my hot, my, to wash my hands, I just blast the hot water and I don't even touch the cold water tap. Yeah, that's smart. Um, I... I just my hands are just just like dry and scaly because I don't I don't have like good hand lotion right now. I didn't you mean, think I would need it. So. You don't have yeah. To I guess I can. you can use any lotion. Um, my craziest and this was my craziest, but now I'm rethinking it because now maybe I think it is a little bit more practical after looking at myself on Skype. But it's that one that was just called on video chat. All you need is a fresh face and a little lipstick. <laughs> and it was this six six part like makeup tutorial for how to present yourself on camera during this time, and that it seemed really useful. It, it seemed very excessive to me because I feel like everyone is is going for just sort of a non makeup natural look on these conference calls. But uh-huh. maybe I do need a little improvement. Um, well- you're gonna start but, wearing makeup for, for yeah, wear and then also Thank who are you zooming besides like me <laughs> no one it's just you uh i we did a little video chat with john's family the other day but yeah. i don't feel like i need to impress them with my my beautiful face um mm-hmm. and then i'll do facetime with my mom and my nephew and my sister but again yeah that's about it uh but this lady oh. is her name is Gucci Westman, and she's the makeup artist and founder of Westman Atelier. Yeah, she, we talked about her, like, a couple weeks ago. She's the one who went over to Gwyneth's house in the Hamptons and did her makeup and did the red lip. And then Gwyneth was like, Brad doesn't like me in a red lip. I, Remember that? That was her. Uh, so she says you should do a foundation stick, then add uh, some highlights, and then do a bronzer. And then more highlighter, and then mascara, and then lipstick. So that seems like a lot. Yeah, that's like a full face of makeup. Um, I mean, I guess if I was like doing like work, if I had like a real meeting on Zoom, I would probably want to do something 
like that, but I'm not, so. If I was, like, having a meeting with people I didn't really know, like, if it was, yeah, professional or, like, I hadn't met them before. Um, but, yeah, if it's people I know, eh. I mean, you're lucky. I'll sh- I shave once a week now. Oh, God. Actually, I've been shaving. I had to get a new... I just got all my, like, grooming supplies, like, over the course of the last couple of weeks. I had to buy a new razor because I left my old razor in Big Bear or, or wherever I went, Mammoth, when I went there for my birthday. And then I was, like, using this disposable razor. And then I, like, needed a new one. And I couldn't... Whatever. I had to, like, order a whole new razor... I ordered all of these, like, wax things. I got my little box of hair dye. I feel sad. I'm back on Madison Reed. Oh, cool. I don't know if anyone remembers Madison Reed. It's, like, this, like, at-home hair hair dye company. That There was, like, a big ask gene about it, and I got all excited, and I started doing it because it's cheap. And then all of a sudden they were, like, advertising on every podcast, and it just turned out it was, like, a regular, like, it wasn't, like, a goop thing. It was, like, a podcast thing. And I felt really duped. Oh. Um, but if it comes to your house regularly and it works, why not? It does come to my house regularly, but I haven't tried it yet because, I don't know, I'm kind of scared too. But maybe I'll do that later today. Yeah, do it. Let's see. All right. Uh, every all Yeah, everyone's like dying their hair at home now. Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay. What would you try? I would try, so there was, like, an or- closet organizing tip piece about just, like, organizing your closet, which is something I've been, like, I've been organizing and cleaning things here and there more than I normally do, because, like, normally I'm just, like, such a, like, pig in my own shit, and, like, I never throw my stuff out, but because I have to be home constantly, I have been, like, getting rid of stuff, sort of, like, clearing spaces here and there, and definitely have been kind of going through my clothes and and picking out things that I want to give away but then when I come up with stuff that I want to give give away I just put it in a trash bag and put it in my closet because I can't go to Goodwill right now so like I don't know what to do I guess the best you can do is yeah get keep stuff organized and then once the quarantine ends bring it to Goodwill because I just have so much stuff so I have way too many clothes and the secret truth is I hate a hundred percent of them (laughs) I don't know why the only clothes that I have that I like I'm not kidding you are my fucking Kate Hudson Fabletics leggings and like two dresses everything else I hate it uh well yeah now is a good time to just sort of like think of you know decide what you really like and pare everything down and and not worry about it. And then, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. After this is- can you throw your clothes out in the trash? You can. I've done that. I mean, I yeah, if, if there's like a big hole in it or something or it's not acceptable to donate, then yeah, you can definitely just throw them away. But what if it is acceptable to donate, but no one's taking donations? Uh, I mean, I'd say if you have space in your house, save it for when you can donate. But if not, I mean, or you know what? It's fine. Do whatever you want. It's my quarantine and I'll throw out whatever I want. Um, so I would, I mean, quickly, I would try, they uh, blasted the, the Tracy Anderson 15 minute full body workout that's free on YouTube. I do need yeah. to try that once because I've never done a Tracy Anderson workout. I want to see what all the fuss is about. Uh, I'm a little scared that it's going to be like way too hard for me. Um, 
I used to do Tracy Anderson Metamorphosis, which were her her DVDs. It's like a really old one, but it was the one where you like had to take a test and then you would like get these like this DVD series. And I, but I might, I don't know. I, maybe I'll try it too. Um, yeah, let's do that for next week. It's a 15 minute workout. And then there was an article uh, called Six Gripping Documentaries on Controversy, Corruption and Cultural Change. Yeah, that and- was good. Uh, most of the documentaries didn't look that interesting to me, but I do want to watch the one that's just called Fantastic Fungi, and it's about mushrooms, and it just looks like really cool. Like we have our new, you know, HDTV now, so I'm like, oh, this would be a great like visual feast. Oh yeah, Brian read a book about mushrooms and fungi, and he was like, would not. He really t- was talking about it a lot. Apparently, they're like very interesting. They're fascinating. I mean, they're like have, uh, they like grow underground in this, like they, they take up huge amounts of space. Like one mushroom organism is like miles and miles long and they're all like connected. It's so cool. Yeah, I heard all about it, but I, I'm gonna, yeah, I have to like, yes, watch this documentary or something. And then there were other ones on there that I kind of wanted to watch, but I can't remember what they are. Um, well, there was the Hillary one. Oh, yeah, I watched that one, and I really liked it, but um, everybody won't. Yeah, I probably won't. And then I forget what the other ones were. They were, like, there were some, there was, like, a pandemic one. There were more serious ones that I was, like, Oh, uh-huh. yeah, the pandemic was the Netflix one that was, like, everybody ignored the signs of uh, this documentary that was on Netflix that came out in, like, February or something. And then, uh, what yeah, what else was on there? Uh, let's see. There is the pharmacist, which is uh, oh, oh, I yeah. think John watched some of this. It was a um, set in New Orleans. It's about some drug deal with a pharmacist. Yeah, that was the one that that was the one I was trying to remember. I because I that's on Netflix and it kept popping up for me and I was like, do I want to watch this or is this just some like I don't know if I because it's about like the opioid em- epidemic. I think I wasn't sure if yeah. I wanted to. Watch it, it seems. It. A pharmacist who goes rogue or something. Yeah, I watched like a few minutes of it while John was watching. It seemed pretty interesting. Uh, and it's yeah. that Netflix sort of, you know, style of pretty like accessible poppy documentaries. Yeah. Um, and then there was The Road to Dharma, which uh, is eight people on a motorcycle trip um, going on a spiritual quest led by a Himalayan yoga master. Uh and then, oh, the uh, the last one was the Bleeding Edge, which investigates the hunger our healthcare system has for new technology while exposing the lack of testing. That seems I don't need to watch that. I don't think. Well, I'm always looking for new docs. Yeah. Uh, Netflix will churn out a bunch. Oh, I did watch uh, Crip Camp, the new Obama Netflix documentary, which was pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, it's about a. Uh, uh, a group of uh, disabled kids in the 70s who go to like the summer camp together and, and forge a lot of friendships. And then they turn out to be the people that really were instrumental in getting the um, Disabilities Act through in the 80s later when they were adults. And so okay. it's sort of about how this community uh, was the like impetus for this, this whole generation of activism. It was good. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check that one out. Uh, yeah, what'd you buy? Watch. Okay. The Zalto Wine Glasses. Mm. I just like I have 
wine glasses that I used to love and now I don't anymore and I need new ones. And I was like, if I had a, if I could buy one thing right now, I think I would buy like wine glasses or like just new, new glasses in general. I need new tumblers, new wine glasses. This is my dream. This is what I want. I mean, obviously that's not the thing that I want the most in the world, but we're living in complicated times. Do I still want nice tumblers? Yes. Do I still want nice wine glasses? Yes. I'm still yeah. me. You got to have things that like make you happy. Um, and wine glasses are something that makes you happy. Yeah. And like my wine, I don't know. I'm just like so sick of my wine glasses. They're I, really I have a shitty somewhere right now. And I, I don't mind it. Like, it's fine, but it it is nice to drink a glass of wine out, out of, like, a really nice, like, very thin glass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would buy, and this is more of a thing that I do buy and I did buy, but Ask Gerda had a whole thing on magnesium, which I swear, I, I had to only have one supplement. Magnesium is my go-to. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. It is both relaxing if you take it at night, and then it also promotes uh, digestive regularity. And so, like, it is, I think it's sort of a panacea. It's great. They claim, Gerda claims that this really expensive magnesium citrate that costs, like, $70 is good. But I love just the nature-made, old-fashioned magnesium oxide, 250 milligrams. If you're traveling or you've eaten shitty, maybe take two of them. Uh, if you take too much, it will give you diarrhea, so be prepared. But uh, it is, it's a lifesaver, especially when you're traveling or when you have been eating not as many fruits and vegetables as you should be. Um, yeah, which I think we all might be able to sort of relate to that right now. Um, so I take it every day. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. That's um, it. I'm still taking my vitamin C and echinacea. That's all I take every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still doing my D... Um, my ashwagandha until that runs out and then at night my valerium and my melatonin and I've cut back to half an ambient. I still haven't weaned myself totally off. I feel like this is a bad time for that. So I'm just keeping holding steady at half, half an ambient. I'm pretty good. And then, yeah, I'll get down. I'll get down there. Uh, okay guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope everyone is staying safe. Um, yeah. Thanks, Oh, we're uh, just about to record a uh, bonus Patreon episode on the Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle contagion. Right, which we have really complicated. Uh, well, we haven't done it yet, but I will say this: I was like really nervous to watch Contagion. I didn't want to do it. We were like, I said I would do it. I was dreading it, and. It really didn't make me feel as bad as I was afraid it would make me feel. But I can understand if it's not something you want to, like, think about right now. But it actually, some people are, like, fat, like obsessed with it right now. And some people, like, don't want to ever talk about it again. And I thought I never wanted to talk about it again. But then after I watched it, I'm obsessed with it. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, here are thoughts that we're about to express. <laughs> yes. And also, um, 
even if you don't want to listen to it, still join our Patreon because there will be a newsletter and there's a ton of other episodes you can listen to. And uh, we still have merch for sale on Teespring. You can go to our Instagram, find the link in our bio. It will take you to our Teespring store where you can buy all of the Goop Yourself merch and our Goop Girl shirt that was worn by Gwyneth Paltrow herself um, a couple of weeks ago. So you can be like Gwyneth and get that shirt. Uh, thank you guys, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.